of the storm. The scripture reading that I am coming from is going to be Psalms 27, 1 through 14, but I'm not going to read all of that. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you, we are reading out of the King James, and it reads as such in your hearing. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh and my enemies and my foe, they stumbled and fell. Hallelujah. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Oh, we need that today. Though war may rise against me, in this will I be confident. Hallelujah. One thing I desire of the Lord, and that will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. That's it. That's all I'm going to read. Amen. Father, even now, Lord, increase the anointing. Lord, even now, in every home and in every ear, Allow your presence to fall fresh where they're at. Let there be an increase of your presence in the atmosphere. Manifest yourself and speak a personal living word to each person that hears this message. Lord, even now, have your way. Even now, your peace, even now, your presence. Lord, even now, your love. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may wonder why I am dealing with this text at this time. And the reason why I think this text is appropriate for the season that we are in. Because David writes this in the storm. David writes this while he is running from King Saul and he is hiding in desert. He is hiding in the holes in the desert. He is hiding in what you call the, wet, the, the, the wilderness in Israel. And here yet, running for his life in danger every moment. David has the ability to say, I, I will not fear. He, he has the ability to trust God in the midst of the storm. I believe what enabled David to trust God in his valley season is that David had a vision. Hallelujah. David had a promise that he was holding on to. David knew that God had anointed him. God had promised him that David had purpose in his future. And in spite of how the present may have looked, David knew that God said something. I wonder today, let me speak to my brothers and sisters in Christ. Do you got a vision? Do you got a promise? 
Have God spoken in your spirit that he got some things in store for you? And even though it may not look like it right now, you can't go by what it looks like. You can't go by the way the world is going. Your faith has to believe in what God has spoken to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. If, if God had not have given me a hope and a vision, I never would have made it. If God would not have spoken some things to me that I'm yet waiting on, I would have gave up a long time ago. But I'm telling you, our God is an awesome God. Our God is able to fulfill what he said he's going to do. Listen, the world is being shaken, but that doesn't mean your faith has to be shaken. Yes, this disease is terrible, but our God is still awesome. I, I wonder today, is, is your vision, your purpose, your destiny, and your calling, is it bigger than the COVID-19 disease? I wonder today, is your God bigger than what the situation looks like? I wonder today, do you know that our God is a God of purpose? And if you are walking in your purpose, on purpose, can't nothing happen to you till God get finished with you. David knew that. David understood this. And the reason why David understood this, because David believed that his God was an awesome God. Allow me to go into a picture that we will see. Our picture is found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14, verse 22 to 33. There's a picture I want you to see of Jesus walking on water. Hallelujah. Listen, he, he told his disciples, he gave them a vision in this text that he said, go to the other side. Go to the other side. And when he went to the other side, what he saw was he sent them ahead because he had a deal with the multitude who thought that they, they thought that they were going to make it with no problems. Let me tell you, in your vision, though you're going to get there, there's always going to be trouble on the way. Just note this. There's always going to be trouble on the way. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, listen. But the promise is you're going to make it. I'm going to meet you on the other side. Here they are going across the Sea of Galilee, and they're rolling. And it's between 3 o'clock and 6 o'clock in the morning. It was dark. And it says that here they were, and what was happening, a wind came and started the waves. And next thing you know, that they couldn't move forward, they couldn't go back, they were stuck in the midst of the storm. But I know, my Jesus, that when you have exhausted everything you have, that's when he shows up. He shows up in the darkest time of night. He shows up right on time. He shows up, and what he does is he shows up and he steps in. 
My Bible said he came walking doing the impossible. We got an impossible God. It's impossible for us, but it's normal for him. My Bible said that Peter said, if it's you, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come and walk on the water with you. Did you know as long as you keep your eyes on Jesus, you don't have to let your circumstance limit you in what God's going to do for you. Jesus said, come. Peter walked out, and in his walking out, what we discover is, is that he started walking. And as long as his eyes are on Jesus, the outward circumstance could not control the power of God able to keep him. Problem is, Peter started listening to other things other than the Lord. Who are you listening to? What are you looking at? Who are you depending on? Listen, we ought to know what's happening. We ought, to, we ought to be cautious of what we do. But my Bible says in Isaiah chapter 26, if our minds are staying on him, he will keep us in perfect peace. Matter of fact, if you start at verse 1, it really says, Isaiah the prophet, that Israel was saying this because Israel has experienced this. That once you experience it, it will give you a song to sing. It will give you a testimony. Is there anybody in the house got a testimony today? Is there anybody in the house that said, God brought me through many trials and tribulation based on what he did on the past? I know he would do it now. What's your vision? God-given vision that God has promised you in your purpose, in your life, in your future. If you don't have one, oh, now is the time for you to get the before him. You know what? I realized something. God has all of us on the Sabbath. You know what a Sabbath is? It's when you have nothing else to do but spend time with him. I remember when I was in Israel, and, and it, was, it was amazing because on Saturdays, matter of fact, they would start on Friday night, the Jewish people would fill the hotel. And the reason why they would fill the hotel was that, that they didn't want their wives to cook. They wasn't doing no housework. So they would fill the hotels, and all these little kids would be running through the hotel. It was, it was play day. It was fun day. And, and we would watch what's going on. They said, oh, it's the Sabbath. They took off everything, and they meditated on family time, on loved one time, and celebrating the good things that God has given us. I wonder, can you celebrate in the midst of the storm. Can you thank God for what you do have? Can you thank God for your loved ones? Can you take some time out and say, thank you for every breath I take, for every move I make. Lord, you've been good. I've been too busy to celebrate you. But now that you got me shut down, I'm going to look up to the hills with cometh my help. For my help cometh from the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Look what he says. Trust in the Lord forever. For in the Lord is mine. And I'm adding mine. He's my everlasting strength. It's a choice you make to set your mind on him. Hallelujah. Let me, let me move on. In this time of shaking, he's shaking us that we have a proper perspective. Our perspective ought to be that there's nothing I can count on, there's nobody I can depend on but him. Only Jesus. I want to do, I got some only Jesus Christians in the house. Do I know some people at home say only him can keep me? Only him can bring me? Only him can make a way out of nowhere? Oh, our focus has to be on him. Hallelujah. First Peter 5, 6, and 7 says this. It says, so humble yourselves under the mighty power of God at the right time, and he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to him, for he careth for you. Hallelujah. Hebrews 12 and 2 says, looking away from all distractions, looking to Jesus, King James says, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Tell your neighbor, it's already written. It's already written. My life is already written. My victory is already written. My conquest is already written. So in spite of what it looks like, God has already written it out. And I'm trusting God's report. Nobody else report. Because our God has the last word. Show me that picture in Walmart. Someone sent me this, and I was amazed. I wasn't amazed that there was empty shelves. But I want you to see, this is the Bible section. I expect paper towels to be gone. I expect toilet paper to be gone. I expect beans and rice to be gone. I expect potatoes to be gone. But Bibles, you know what this is telling me? Folks who didn't have a Bible is going out and buying a Bible because they recognize that this is a God thing. He may not have caused it, but he sure enough allowed it. And they recognize that they can't depend on the leaders of our government. They recognize that doctors are confused. I thank God for the doctors. I thank God for the nurses. I'm praying for those on the front line. But my faith, my confidence is in the Lord. How about you? See, we as Christians got to be ready to give them a reason for why we believe what we believe. We got to give a reason of why we still got hope, why we still sing it, 
while we still preaching, while we still worshiping. Listen, hold on to your vision and to your hope. Don't let nobody steal what God has said to you. Hallelujah. I believe God has us in his hands. Psalms 24 says, the earth is the Lord's and all the fullness thereof, the world and them that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the sea and established it upon the waters. You know what this tells me? He's the creator of all things. Since he's the creator of all things, He's in the midst of all things. And nothing can happen unless he allows it to happen. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Which means that I believe that nothing can happen to me unless God allows it to happen to me. And if I'm on my purpose, on purpose, if I got destiny and purpose that I can't go nowhere, then God says I go somewhere. And then listen, and then he takes me home. I make it home. I'm in a win-win situation. If I stay here, he got me. If we stay here, he covers us. If we stay here, he's with us. And when he gets ready to call us home, we're home. The next verse that I want to look at, and then we're done. It says, verse 6, this is Jacob, or Israel, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. Are you seeking the face of God at this time? Where should your position be? Seeking the presence, the face, the promise, the vision of God for your life. Listen. You don't know how to put anything into perspective till you hear from him. When God speaks to you and you know it's him, it puts everything else in perspective. Listen, when God has you, everything else is small. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying you got to work at it. But I am saying that God will give you perfect peace in the midst of the storm when you got a vision of him and him loving you, him holding you, him with you. It's, it's, it's a game changer even at a time like this. Let me wrap this up. He goes on in verse 7. He says, lift up your heads. Oh, you gates. Wait a minute. Gates don't have heads. Which means he's not talking about gates. He's talking about the gates of your heart. And he said, open up the gate. The everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. That's a promise. He said, if you just open up. And call on Jesus, who is the king of glory. He will come in. Next verse. He said, who is the king of glory? 
the Lord strong and mighty, which means that nothing can conquer him. Nothing can stop him. He opens doors that no man can shut. He closed door that no man can open, which means that this disease is small to him. The Lord mighty in battle. He fights our battles. He fights our situation. Don't you want him fighting for you? Because he surely will. Lift up your hands, oh your gates. Open up your heart. And the king of glory, and the king of glory, and the king of glory shall, will come in. God has us in position that we crown him Lord of Lord and King of Kings. He wants you in this season to open him, open up your heart. I believe that God is shaking people in position. Some of us is going to come out of this and our purpose is going to be made clear and there's going to be room for you to walk in your purpose. Listen, you have what the world needs. You're gifting. It's for such a time as this. Get on your face before him. Find what he's saying to you. There's power in the name of yes, Jesus. Yes. There's purpose in the name of Jesus. There's a vision and a hope that he would give you to hold on to. That, that even when the world is shaking, you will not be moved. You will not be shaken out of position because you know in whom you believe. Oh, he's real. Oh, he's real. Right now, he's real. Today, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, it's time to accept him in your heart. Right where you are, you can say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe that you died for my sins and that you rose again. I believe that you are the King of glory. I need you. I give you my life. I give you my heart. Today, Lord, save me. And if you mean it from your heart, the King of Glory will come in. The King of Glory will show up. The King of Glory mighty in battle. The King of Glory almighty. The King of Glory that loves you. He loves you. Oh, he loves you. Won't you let him in? Won't you open up your heart? Won't you let him shake you into position? that he may use.